0: and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
1: Working with the local church to take the hope
0: of Christ to every student in the United States, this is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling.
1: Well, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. My name is Steve Cherico, and I'm glad you're here.
0: Are we on the Cool Jazz podcast today? Yes, we are. Or is that the Cool Jazz voice going yes, on? Yes,
1: we are. I just... <laughs> little low... <laughs> The subject will help you understand why we're just chilling today.
0: Well, I am glad to see you, glad and I'm glad everybody's listening. And, and I'm watching. Ag- and watching. And watching. Well, they're still listening, even if they're watching. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> is that the Sheldon Cooper <laughs> criticism going yes. out at me?
1: <laughs> yes. Thank you for that.
0: Oh, goodness. Mm. So, the somber tone of your voice. It is. We're just going to jump in today. What do you... We should. What are we going to talk about today?
1: We should. We should. So Brad and I are both located in Nashville, Tennessee. We feel like we would be amiss if we didn't just have a conversation about something that hits home for us. Uh, most all of you, it's a, it's a poor assumption that everyone, but most all yep. of you are aware that uh, we have uh, suffered in Nashville over the last two weeks yep. uh, upon this podcast release. Mm-hmm. Um, Nashville experienced a school shooting in a private Christian school that is about 15 minutes, no traffic, maybe 20 some odd minutes with traffic from our offices, Mm -hmm. same distance from my home and a little bit farther from your home. Yes. Um, But the reality is we um, had six people, seven people were dead, six people were killed um, by a shooter inside the school, an elementary school uh, that's in a prominent part of Nashville. That detail really makes no difference except of where it is in Green Hills. Sure. Um, but took innocent lives on a Monday morning. And so we just wanted to spend a moment talking about that um, in our city. So one of the things those of you who are involved with schools uh, will speak up very quickly and should is that that this is not a new problem. Correct. Uh, you and I probably both on social media saw the list of school shootings that have happened since columbine
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, and that list is way too long
0: way too long yeah uh
1: they did also talk about the number of people who have been killed in shootings and that list is way too long um yeah it's uh it's it's unacceptable on every level It is right um you brought up, as we were just beginning to discuss this, that this is not the, the first time we've even had a moment with a school shooting through a first priority club or city. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about Stoneman, uh, Stoneman Douglas? Well,
0: yeah. I mean, well, our co- the context of our conversation was, you know, that's why, I mean, it, it just solidifies the reason of why we do what we do, right? We want yeah. to take the hope of Christ to every student. We want everybody to know that they're created with a plan and a purpose. Uh, that they are loved by their creator and uh, they can live in relationship with him, right? (laughs) They don't need to live separated from God and his creative wonder that he has for their lives. And yet so many of us do, right? You and I would admit that as well, We're we are working out our salvation with fear and trembling. That's right. And so uh, this hits home for us, Um, but, and and yeah, again, reaffirming why we do what we do, the the Stoneman Douglas situation, we think about first priority and, Hey, let's go where it's not a problem to solve. Um, you get into the gun conversation and they feel like yeah. that's the problem to solve. Right. But we do first priority not to solve the problem because we acknowledge the fact that, I mean, there were campus coaches heading to the school for a first priority club, 45 minutes, before the club or before the scooting shooting happened or the shooting happened 45 minutes before the club, the, correct, they, they were on their way and got stuck in right. the traffic. That's right. The club coaches for first priority for Stoneman as, Douglas, for Stoneman yeah. Douglas as that was happening down yeah. in South Florida. Yeah. Um, so having a first priority club on campus isn't the preventative. I, I mean, it's, it's, you get into the word I- ideological, right? It's, yeah. it's ideal that 23 million people are going to come to know Jesus and the world will be perfect. Yeah. You know what is our expectations and and I think yeah we're we're opening this up not really laying out the hey why are we talking about this a little bit why are we talking about this but saying up front we don't have the answers to this question. We just have scripture and a calling on our lives.
1: Yeah, and one of the one of the reasons why I think that we are discussing it cuz it's both our hometown is that we've begun to see Nashville. So those of you who live in a good-sized city, you probably struggle with this too. So this is not even a good-sized town. Mm-hmm. Hundred fifty thousand people or less or more, right? Somewhere in there, you know that we we go about our daily lives, we do our stuff pretty well, and then stuff hits the fan, mm-hmm. and some communities do a really good job. Circling the wagons, bringing it together and, you know, Nashville's a city of two million people at this point. Mm-hmm. When you include the burbs, it's, it's become a large city, according to the maps across the U.S. And yet in my 30th, I'll have been here 30 years, not long after this podcast airs. In my 30 years, one of the things that Nashville has done really well is circle the wagons and say, all the things that we differ on mm-hmm. in the in this moment, we're going to put down. Yep. In this moment, we're just going to deal with this. Large city is really just a big town. Yeah. And I and I say it that way because this. So Brad, the shooting happens on a Monday morning. I catch um some pop-ups on my phone that are saying that at 10 a.m there are 50 police cars headed through green hills hmm. so obviously there's something going on so i open up the police scanner on the web and there's one dead two dead three dead i see the 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 dead's being announced on the scanner sure right not knowing where it is just knowing it's in green hills hmm. um, by 11 o'clock it was obvious it was a school shooting yep at 11 30 Again, those of you who are in relationship with Brad and I know that my fun is that I spend a lot of time around baseball and girls mm-hmm. softball, yep. right? That's my fun. Mm-hmm. 1130, I opened up because I'm a board member. I opened up the registration platform for both of those organizations and began to pull a covenant school list. Mm-hmm. So I knew by 1130, the 13 kids from our thousand family, yeah. baseball, softball family who mm-hmm. were in that building. Mm-hmm. Not their siblings, but just the 13 kids who are registered as ball players. Yep. And so there's one-off connections right and left. It's okay. coaches of kids. It's yep. I, so. I don't live anywhere near Green Hills.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm 25 minutes away. Mm-hmm. My my family's in the south part of town, but all of a sudden, I'm I'm personally connected to and these children. It. Yep. That's and right. their families. Yep. Um. And by three o'clock, inside of our baseball league, we knew that we had lost one of our players. He, mm-hmm. he was one of those that was uh, the, one of the children That's that one we of killed. The and, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Nashville just Nashville woke up.
0: Yeah.
1: Now it's not it's not beautiful and daisies at this point because by Wednesday, I was praying with state legislators, sure, who were basically being called every name in the book because of their stance on arms and Uh God in schools and all that. Right. So I, I I was praying with weeping legislators. Right. It's a
0: hot mess. Right.
1: So it's, it's not that it was perfect, but Mm -hmm. it did drive me back to a reminder of the why for our family. Why, why are we called here?
0: Yep.
1: Right. Why are we called here? we're, We're called specifically to help people understand how, just how long eternity is. Yeah. And what a beautiful opportunity eternity can be. Yeah. Both here in the present, With the father because you you begin to listen to the stories of the families who understood eternity Mm -hmm. and heartbroken miserable will never be the same yeah fully fully devoted to god's plan i mean right
0: yeah why do bad things happen to good people
1: yeah so sin showed its head Mm -hmm. on somebody who was raised in religion Yep. Walked away from religion. Sin showed its head, and the gospels continue to move forward. And so in the midst of that, as we're just we're just talking, I'm I'm just so moved personally.
0: Correct. Well, obviously.
1: By yeah. what by what we do in our city
0: mm-hmm.
1: when it comes to helping the church unite. Because again, I just said, smallest big city in America. Yep. They circled the wagons. Yep. Two days later. Not so much, huh. right? Lots of people do and are, and right? But but the reality is we, we've, we've got a call that we need to help understand what uniting looks like yeah. around the school campus yeah. 24-7, 365.
0: Correct. Well, and you remind me going back in the day, we would talk about when we cast the vision for first priority, what brought churches together. And back in the day, it was the Billy Graham Association, right? Yeah. The Catholics and the Methodists and the Pentecostals and everybody got together on the same stage because Billy Graham was coming to town. Yeah. Well, that obviously doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Um, but now they come together and those were only one or two day events as well. Yeah. And now this was a crisis moment, crisis yeah. that brought people together again momentarily. But why do we have to wait for the crisis? Or the Billy Graham Association to come to town for us to realize that we're better together and we need to work together.
1: Well, and there is an ongoing crisis. Well, right, there is. Right. Yeah. So inside the schools that we're called to, the ongoing crisis is sin is having its day. Yep. Right. We yep. we've let the enemy go wild. hmm And so not only are we called to pray in the two weeks post something like this. Yep. More fervently maybe, but we're just we're called to pray on a regular basis for the children
0: mm-hmm.
1: who are in crisis because they are not connected to the Christ and to raise up student leaders who are trying to work out their salvation. I love the way you said that, yeah. right? Who, Hey, this is the Jesus I know, and I'm still figuring it out. And yep. good news, my parents and their grandparents are still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Right. But the crisis is that eternity it's here, yep. right? It's now. And, and what, how can we be a part now? There's an interesting and to this conversation So the last couple of weeks, I've received phone calls from major organizations um, on the professional sports side who have said, we want to make sure that we're a part of what's going on with you. Hmm. And it drew me right back to first priority again, because I think about what is the best about first priority, right? Well, the best is local people Mm -hmm. who are equipping training and equipping student leaders and then walking with them to be connected to the local church in the school and at a local church, right? What's that's the best. Well, where does first priority come from in it's next place? Well, it's a local church leader who gets shipped out somewhere else. The Lord calls him to the next place, right? Well, I, I, I was a part of this incredible movement where I was connected to the local church, Global Capital C, Mm -hmm. in my town, and now I've moved here. And so when I think about where First Party starts next, and has started next over and over again, it's because they've seen a moment of it, right? Mm -hmm. Why are these people calling from all over the country, uh, from major organizations? Well, they they see the outpouring of Nashville and say, gosh, I want to be a part of that. Same goes for FP. Mm -hmm. We often don't get to see what the Lord is doing on the other side of the door, but the fact that we are being faithful with our local, he often uses that to then go start it in other places. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, we can put names up right now of people who have walked through it and yeah. then started it in East St. Louis, right? Yeah. And started it in other parts of the country. That's right. Right. But it's That's right. it always comes out of what's happening in a local movement.
0: It does. And it's, yeah. And what you're saying um, leads me to say, like, so my neighbor... Uh, went up to Green Hills the next day because their tax attorney is or a tax accountant. They had to do their taxes and is across the street from the school. Hmm. And even though the event was over, the number of reporters and the number of news stations that were circling that place was. I think she used the word atrocious. It <laughs> what, was. Are, what are they what are they looking for? Yeah. What are they what are they hoping for? What are they I mean, obviously, they're just they're an organization. They're selling money whatever.
1: They sell bad news.
0: They sell bad news. They that's what they're looking for. They're looking for click. Yep. They're looking for clicks yep. and eye, eyeballs. They're looking for eyeballs so yep. they can make money. Yeah, And they know that when that stuff happens, I mean, instant gratification kicks in for humanity. And that's where we look. What they don't hear about on the news ever, because none of all of those news places are sitting there on that corner, hoping for the next Thing to be the first instead of following the people in the church through the reality of what is actually happening in real life. Yeah. Now, not to, to say that that wasn't what happened on Monday wasn't real life, but what God is doing, what God is stirring in all of that, then yeah, the, the media doesn't happen or doesn't show, Correct. right? Um, and one of the teachers goes to the Franklin campus of my church, um, who was, was killed. Um, and so our church took Palm Sunday and had a reflection on this. They just like, we're, we're church of the city. Yeah. So when something happens in our city, we're not going to ignore it. Even if it is one of the largest events in the church calendar for the year, where this is, this is who we are. It's our DNA. And, and we have a member who is no longer with us. Um, but what they talked about, they brought some counselors in. And the first thing they shared was about the Boston Marathon. Where were you in 2013? It's 10 years ago. Um, and that happened on live TV yeah. and the people who watched it on live TV, 10 years later, show more PTSD signs than the people who were there in the event. Mm-hmm. And so for us who are clicking. Who are watching the news? We didn't talk about this before, but I'm going there. Um, are not seeing the movement of God behind the scenes in Nashville with the churches? With I mean, you're one story yeah. of thousands, thousands that I've of heard people who yep. are sharing the gospel and being in community together. Instead, a lot of people are cl- trying to click and aren't being aren't aware <laughs> that by watching it on TV. We are actually causing trauma to ourselves by watching the Boston Marathon play out in 2013, we are carrying trauma with us. And as we continue to click and continue to feed that on our phones and on our screens, um, we are causing ourselves to not be in a place where we can serve and reflect and be healthy enough ourselves to minister to people. And that was their, the first challenge our church said is, I mean, they released body cam footage and I didn't do it because I've clicked on those before and I felt horrible after watching things like that before. And so I don't, because I don't want that trauma. Not that I don't care. People, some people will say, well, you just don't care. You need to be involved. I don't
1: need to drink poison to know that it's bad
0: for me. Correct. I just don't. Correct. Um, And so... Instead of clicking on all of that, how can we, and that's where I'm heading with with what I want to talk about in this yep. deal, because it's not just because it happened in Nashville, but it's because bad, thing hap- bad things happen to good people, to everybody every day, right? Um, it's something my wife and I are talking about at our home, you know, we're dealing with things in our home. Well, we're not alone. Yeah. It's just happening to us. Yep. Right? And so how can we be healthy human beings in the midst of tragedy right and minister and be light a reflection rather than the one that's traumatized
1: well the one common theme because i've had a lot of conversations with press because of the baseball and Mm -hmm. william being a part Mm -hmm. um and trying to protect william's family from the press and i've had a lot of conversations with the organizations again just because i that's my fun Mm -hmm. um The one common theme that i've had to say to them is you need to understand that i'm going to come from this from a pastor's point of view Hmm. and the pastor is going to say all of you run to their aid right now be close yep but in three weeks when it's quiet you better call again yeah and in six weeks when it's quieter you better call again yeah and so the major organization is called i've said to them hey would you do me a favor would you just call me back in 90 days i'm not going to call you i'm not going to chase you Hmm. but if you'll call me back in 90 days I guarantee there's something that that family's going to need at that point because it's going to be silent. Yeah. Now, first party leaders, again, that's what drives me to what we do because you are a consistent, dripping force of the gospel of Jesus Christ every day. You are Mark Roberts. You wake up every day dreaming about yeah. how do I equip more student leaders to share the gospel with more students? Mm-hmm. You are Mark Roberts. Yep. Right. And that—that that is the beauty of who we are. Does it fix it? No, it doesn't fix it. But we're not going to see that on this side of eternity.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. We we can get deep into the other side of eternity with that, right? We're not yeah. going to today. But mm-hmm. the reality is what it does is it brings hope to some. And and what you desire to do for many, do for one.
0: That's right. Do for one. Mm-hmm. Can't do it for everybody.
1: Do it for one. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that, that's what drives, drives me to it is just the reality that, you know, my, my great hope obviously is that nobody ever experiences this again. No, no, no human being should ever have to experience losing their child early, whatever the tragedy is. Mm -hmm. Right. But the reality is what, whatever I'm desiring to do for many, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it for one. So what's my next school? Yeah. What's, what's my next youth pastor who needs a friend and needs a, a group of youth pastors connecting? All the things that are bread and butter first priority, right? It just drives me towards it.
0: I agree. I agree. Did I read the, the well, scripture? You know, the books,
1: you, or? you, you talked about landing this this way. And and I agree with you, right? The mm-hmm. reality is there are not enough answers. We just needed a language out that it was in our town and that we acknowledge it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what you've brought up is a, is a beautiful way for us to close today um, as we just finalize the podcast.
0: Well, I will, uh, read Psalm 23. Sounds good. Um, and I'll just share this came for me. It was a trial situation that I was in just a, a season of life, probably five, six years ago right now, where I watched a Louis Giglio video where he, a sermon where he talked about this, um, and specifically talking about, uh, preparing a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So Mm -hmm. everybody knows Psalm 23, but I'm gonna read it anyway. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters, he restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And what Louis did in that, that sparked for me, and I've carried it with me through the good and the bad, was um, walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Your enemies are all, all around you, the pre- You know, but he's preparing a table. And just picture a table, like we always have this brown table in between us, which I'm thankful for. But picture a feast on this table. Yeah. And there is a feast here, but it's in the presence of your enemies. Yeah. And God is inviting us in the midst of our situations, in the midst of our circumstances to feast. Yeah. And from the world's perspective, that's...
1: Backwards and upside down, and makes no sense.
0: Disgraceful uh-huh. and, and, and this, that, everything. its It's yep. completely wrong. How could you... Be feasting and enjoying life in the middle of this, and I saw again. You you look, you click in your screens, and I saw people saying that like there's news articles on the new Titan Stadium, right, coming out, and there's people commenting, "How can you be talking about the Titan Stadium when there was just a school shooting?" Yeah. And again, that's a that's a horrible example. That's no. not. Yep. I mean, we're, we can feast at the Titan Stadium, yep. <laughs> but that's yep. not what we're talking about here. Yeah. But it's it's the opposite of what the world, what our flesh, what our sinful nature says, just to say, yeah. even in the midst of the moment, yeah. God is with us. He's preparing a table before us. He's anointing our head with oil. He's, he's bringing the peace and the comfort that we need in order to, to be healthy, right? To, to not have trauma from the situation and to allow ourselves to reflect the light of Christ I mean, that's taking it a step further than Psalm 23. Psalm 23 isn't asking us to reflect, it's simply to be, Yeah. but we can't reflect if we're not being, yeah. right? If we don't have that presence with us, for us, and to have the, that, those boundaries. And that was what one of the second counselors said as well, is pe- people are grieving. You don't have to grieve for them You need to allow them to grieve in their way, right? They're grieving by imposing things on other people. Oftentimes we do that. We we put ourselves on other people, but you can let them feel that way, but you don't need to take that on, right? You're in the presence of the Lord. Stay true to who we are. And I feel like I'm giving a little bit of an answer and we said we didn't earn any answers, but I mean, it's what I cling to, right? In the midst of all of this, in the midst of... Yeah, crisis.
1: Uh, the never changing hope. Correct. Well, we appreciate you guys um, spending a moment with us on the podcast today. Obviously, it was different than normal. Normally, we try to give a nugget. Normally, mm-hmm. we try to give some things that can be worked through, worked on, uh, mm-hmm. stuff that's come. But this one was uh, this one was personal, and we needed to just spend some time with you. And we appreciate your uh, appreciate your time.
0: We do. Then, yeah, it's just a moment for us to talk about our why. I think that's where you and I came from. Yep. Why do we do what we do? Um, it happened to be in our backyard this time. And uh, it's just, it sucks. So,
1: And I will pray that it never happens again. And until then.
0: You want to pray to end the, the podcast today? No,
1: just pray <laughs> that it never happens again. Thanks, everybody. Great, great discussion with you.
0: We'll see you next week.
1: See you then.